let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So, when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, hello. It is C-Dub here, your fearless leader of Weebcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, for the first episode of Weebcast. As I previously said, I am C-Dub. Um, and this is the first episode. This is crazy. This is actually the first episode of Weebcast. Um, very momentous occasion. Um, I think we should start celebrating. Um, at least I will in uh, my little space that I have uh, cornered out to do these recordings. Um, and if you're going to uh, celebrate where you're at, uh, let me know. But hello to the first episode of Weebcast. Um, we're going to have a nice little show today. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this first one. Um, this first one's going to be a little bit all over the place. I will say myself, it will be a little bit all over the place, but I promise you we'll get to the ending together. Just hold my hand and let me, we will get through the, we will get to the promised land. Um, today's episode, if you probably are reading, if you look at the title, you already know what today's episode is all about. We're talking about sports, um, sports and anime and manga. So a topic near and dear to my heart. So I thought it'd be only it'd be only right to talk about it to make it the first topic on Weebcast. So, but this first section, which you're listening to right now, is uh, my podcast. This Weebcast is going to be set up in three sections. Um, I've talked about this on Spooncast, another radio app. Um, but I'll be really brief right here. Weebcast will be brought uh, be split up into three sections. There's the introduction. Um, the second will be the introduction where we, you know, get uh, if I have some guests. We'll be able to introduce them, introduce myself, and give it a little taste of what we're going to be doing. The second uh, section will be uh, the meat of that podcast. Uh, and then the third section will be a little wrap up. Uh, get to any details I really get to to explain, um, tie up some loose ends, um, and then also answer some fan fan questions and some other things that fans have brought up in the past on the topic um see the th- and the third section uh look, look at me already uh divert into a, another topic already in this first episode of webcast uh, on the third section <laughs> where it will be it it'll be kind of it'll snowball into more it'll be more and more important as we as i start getting some more episodes down the pipeline of webcast uh, because I want the third section to be a lot to be fan driven. Well, the whole I want the whole podcast to be fan driven. I want y'all to let me know what y'all want to what y'all want to hear, um, what you guys want to talk about, and some of your favorite uh, interests and topics. So the third section 
you know, so I get some more, um, some come through things, then I'll get more and more into that third wrap-up section. But this is the introduction, and let me get started. We are, well, we, I don't know why I'm saying we, it is I am C-Dub, uh, Chris, Maury, Jin Maury, a lot of, uh, the man with a thousand aliases, but I only go, I only could buy just a few, uh, but no, seriously, you call, you call me C-Dub or Chris, whatever you'd like, um, and I guess I should start with some podcast experience, I'll be brief in this, I will say on the first episode might be just a little bit longer than I would want in the future, but since this is the first episode, I just wanted to be clear, make sure I get everything, you know, get to know a little bit about me before you start, yeah. do I really this guy, I don't know, I don't know, but I promise it won't be much. Um, I am relatively new podcasting little experience. Um, I've done, I guess, two podcasts before. Two short, very short-lived podcasts. Um, I've done a podcast with uh, with a co-host, with a young woman, um, back in 2015. Uh, and it was a culture, TVs and movies type of podcast. Um, where me and her, we kind of rifed off back and forth, debated a lot, you know, dug in the details of a lot of, of our favorite shows, um, movies, um, and, and things of that nature. Um, and I learned a lot. Uh, she, the one, the woman who I was co-hosting with on that podcast, we, um, she was actually more, that was my first, was her third or second, I believe. Um, and she was big into voice acting. Uh, so, and I was actually a portion of our podcast is we would, we would, we would have a podcast when we would talk about current events and pop culture and all that stuff. And then there would be a little shorter, smaller podcast we, where we would, uh, portray characters and do voices and stuff. So I always thought that was, I was never good at it. Um, as you can tell, my voice isn't the greatest, um. But I tried, and she was a lot better than me, and she put up with a lot of crap I had to do, you know, with someone who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, but she was great. Uh, things, some personal things got, you know, some personal things happened. She couldn't, wasn't able to continue. I was still feeling the fire of, oh man, I really want to do this. I feel like I was catching on to something, right, you know? Um, and that's when I moved on to my second podcast, I think that was 2017-ish, so not too long ago. Um, and that's actually where it comes into Weebcast. I wanted to do a, a solo podcast talking about some of my favorite anime, manga, my experiences with them, uh, and maybe do reviews of something of such like that. Um, it had a, it was a very nebulous kind of thing. It never really got off the ground. I did a few things, um, and then really couldn't get it off the ground. Just busy with school and such. Um, but that is where the initial, that's where the idea of Weebcast was at least forming about two years ago or two and a half years ago is by now, I guess, 2020. So, um, and I wanted to do something new, uh, something, you know, adventurous, something that could, you know, put me in an uncomfortable position. Um, um, cause a little bit about myself. I, I studied sociology and middle ocean studies in college. Uh, I was more of a writer than a sp- than a public speaker, um, though I was involved in theater and um, a little bit of um, you know not show choir, but it was you know choir though at least choir. 
through church or at school and such like and things like that but writing just felt a lot more comfortable to me it where i could express my thoughts and feelings just easier and it came out a lot cleaner a little more professional sounding uh when i wrote things whether it was writing uh creative writing poetry or short stories or writing something for for class or a letter um if just was just a lot more comfortable doing that um so speaking isn't my forte but i like doing it and um and it, it pushed me to do it pushed you know pushed me out it pushed me into a very uncomfortable thing but it was exciting at the same time i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> it was it, i don't know if that makes sense but so i mean i could always i it was easy to talk you know probably like most people it was easy to talk about the things you love with your friends with that similar interest and you guys just you know it, it time just flies by and that's what happened with me and my friends whether it's on discord or skype talking about sports anime I mean sports, you know, as in sports, sports, you know, basketball, football, MMA, things of that such. Um, and we would just, time would just fly by on those calls, man. Um, but, you know, they had their own, they, they had their own things in life to do. I had my stuff and we could never really get together too often to do a, a professional podcast. But I really, really wanted to do it. Really wanted to do it. Um, so that's where the idea of Weebcast kind of came up about two, about two years ago. And I just always wanted to do it, but... I would write I would write scripts I would come up with topics I would try to get some get uh arranged guests but just never got around to it but until a few weeks ago um with some time freeing up I said you know what I need to I just need to do it because if I don't I'm never gonna do it I'm never gonna try and I'm never gonna see how it's gonna what it's gonna look like on the end of that tunnel you know so here I am um but and I was uh I was gonna say here I am um and with and if I was going to do a podcast, I was going to do at least something about I, I know about. I mean, is there, I mean, does anyone, what's a high anime IQ? What does that even mean? <laughs> you know, like in basketball or football, you know, players who who have a high basketball IQ, high football IQ, you know, just know what to do, what to, what to do at the right moments instinctually. Um, I don't know if that exists in anime or manga, you know? I mean, I mean maybe, I don't know, but... Uh, I wanted to do about and I wanted to focus my podcasting on anime and manga, mainly because I've been reading it, just probably just like yourself or or watching anime for for however long for years, and then you know, and then wanting to discuss it with people, you know, and there were some outlets for that Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr, things of those uh, you know of that nature to you know express some of your feelings about a show or or a manga you've you really want to talk about you know um but those things kind of felt distanced you know i sometimes you know i don't know it, it, it didn't feel like i was connecting with a lot of people and that's and that's one of the reasons i wanted to do a podcast because i feel like i want to directly talk to people get some ideas get their opinions on their favorite anime and manga um and put it against mine you know um, that's that's what I love to do. That's what I love to do. Talk to people about why do they like that certain anime? Why what what drew them to it? Um, but in my experience, I guess I'll be real brief on this. My interests, hobbies, and <laughs> things of that. Um, I've been I guess I've been watching anime for I, I guess since I was I guess you know everyone has a story you know 
oh, I didn't know I was watching anime until so-and-so, or I didn't know that was an anime. Um, the first anime I've ever seen was Saint Seiya. I remember it was on a VHS tape that my uncle had. Um, I just thought it was a really cool cartoon, a lot different than the cartoons I was watching as a kid, you know? Um, but even before that, I was into comics, and still are, still am. I mean, I, I love comics. DC, Marvel, um, indie comics, all that sort. You know, I loved it. Um, first comic I picked up was, you know, being, was it, uh, fourth, fifth grade, going to Wonder Book and Video. I don't know if you guys have Wonder Book Video where you're at, but it's like a, uh, place where you get secondhand books, textbooks, videos, DVDs, and such of that. They also had games, older games, um, and they also had comics, and I remember going there with my aunt and my mother, and I was begging them, I was like, I just, I, it would look like, it just had a cool picture. I even still have the, the first comic, so it was a super, The Adventures of Superman, which was based on a cartoon, it was a comic book based on a cartoon, The Adventures of Superman. Um, and it was episode, issue 37, Livewire, Livewire, uh, <laughs> uh, so, and then a little later on into middle school, I think I, that's when I introduced the Saint Seiya, and the manga came in shortly after that into it, going into middle school, you know, so we're talking from... 2000, 2000, from 2004 to 2008 is when I was really getting, I was, I was introduced into this, into anime and manga in a broad sense. Um, and I was just trying to, I was just, I would just ask, you know, my uncle or older friends I had, I'm like, man, do you know anything else I could watch? Um, can I go for your house? Do you have any videotapes of this and this? Or, you know, things like that. Cause I just, I was like, man, this is so cool. It's different with, than I would see on TV. Um, and I was like, and so later on, you know, after watching all this, I'm now 26 and stuff. And I'm like, man, I could, let me start doing something I really like. Something I could mesh the two things. So that's what I'm doing. Um, some other hobbies, interests, writing, like I said, um, reading a lot, you know, reading manga, reading some of my favorite authors like Orson Scott Card. Um, really big into the sci-fi novels, at least. Um. And podcasting, I guess. I want that to be a nice hobby of mine, you know? Try to see where I, and how, see how far I can take it. Um, but um, let me talk a little bit more about my uh, me, as in, in relation to Weebcast and this. This will kind of wrap up the introduction portion here. <laughs> so, if I like, come on, just move it, keep it moving, Chris. Keep it moving, C-Dub, keep it moving. But I am C-Dub um, on Twitter. Some Most people know me as Mori. M O R I or Jin Mori. Um, and, uh, you know, and we already know how the any, the any Twitter scene is. So, but the purpose of Weebcast is in its bare bones is me able to just vent and deconstruct, analyze, the, uh, topics in the anime and manga world from the weird and the wacky to the serious and and stuff like that and and in turn try to evoke some kind of a you know emotion or have some listener learn something or and then in turn you know share about their experiences to me um because i want this project to be fan motivated fan driven 
Um, I want to connect to other people who have watched things I have. Some people who've never heard the, some of the things I've read or watched, and vice versa. Um, that that's that's the goal here. I want to re- I want to reach out and connect with others who have ingratiated themselves in this culture as well as as long as I have, and to talk about it, um, to submit topics they want to hear about, to hear me ramble on about, and things like that. That is the purpose of Weebcast here, um, and all while doing it. You know, I just wanted to be nice, casual, organized as possible. <laughs> so you guys are gonna have to help me with that. Keep me on, keep me on track, man. Keep me on track, guys. Um, but that's what I want. I just want to have fun. You know, I want to, I want to have this be a nice, fun experience for myself and for the listeners. You know, uh, so that is Weebcast in a nutshell. Now we coming up in, you know, in 30 seconds. You know, in a few seconds, you're gonna hear. Um, we're going to hear me go into the main topic and that will be sports anime and manga and i'm going to be going over a few things so what's a sports manga uh what 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 makes a manga really sports themed and you know the influence what how has it influenced the culture not just japanese culture but american culture um uh, i'll be ranking some of my favorite the big port i'll be ranking my favorite sports anime and my sports manga because it's a it's a difference at least for me um be talking about some of the other other missed ones that probably didn't make the list but are on my radar um ones i plan to get into plans and ones i've just really did not i did not like too much um that's that that'll be in the main section so you guys stay tuned and uh you can hear this uh ugly ass voice talk a little bit more about sports manga Welcome to back to Weebcast. C Dub is back. Here we go. We're gonna get into the main meat of the podcast. Uh, sports, sports, uh, sports, anime, sports, manga. What is it exactly? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll just do. I'll just write off some. Um, what sports manga is? What con- what is considered a sports manga? What are the usual things you find in a sports manga? Um, but it's a. It was a genre that I'm pretty sure came out of a post-war occupation of japan so right after the second world war um japan was actually occupied and it was the first time it was occupied by a foreign nation i think between from 45 to 52 i believe um and even the u.s held occupations in two in two places and iwo jima until 58 and i think okinawa we didn't we didn't leave we we let go occupation in 72 um and then sports manga really kind of we it, at least it saw the forefront of the manga right after that right after so basically people really credit to the 1950s um but it really doesn't start kicking into the 19 late 1960s into the 70s um and it gained a little more visibility um in the 1964 summer olympics which was held in japan and it was actually the first olympics to be held in an asian country a little fun fact from your boy c-dub right there um and it arguably it is definitely one of the most popular manga genres today um it's definitely up there with the shonens the slice of lives the shoujos um you know all your favorite your favorite little things there um i will say so myself that is i wouldn't look depending on what day you talk to me sports sports manga sports anime is like my favorite genre um 
in my opinion, I think sports, I think a sport, a good sports manga can, it can have almost a little bit of everything and a little, you could take a little bit of all kinds of, ta- of, uh, genres and kind of pull them in. Um, and I think that's what some of the great, I think some of the best sports mangas are, are, are able to do that. Um, but I guess I, what, what's next is I should at least talk about what, what kind of things make up a sports manga? Or what kind of the things you see when you read one? When you know you know you're reading one. Other than the fact, which I know you're saying, see though, a sports manga is when the, uh, the sport itself is prominent, right? I mean, that's what you're probably saying to me. Don't worry, I can hear you. When you see basketball on the cover, you probably think it's a basketball manga. I get it, I get it. But look, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, mangas... There's, you can do some manga on a lot of sports. Let me just tell you that. I mean, you probably already know. I mean, there's baseball, football, American football. You got street racing. You got rhythm gymnastics, table tennis, wheelchair basketball. You have chess, shogi, mahjong, go, pool, billiards. All of it. Rugby. For crying all out. Sumo wrestling. I guess that's not too surprising, isn't it? But what makes a sport, there's some other unique things about that what makes source manga a little bit, or the genre a little more different from the others. Sports manga, in particular, the anime does as well. But I, I, I'm sorry, I'm a manga head. I eat manga, but I can't, I can't help myself. Uh, but the, they, they attribute sports or the the action of doing sports that it takes a lot of guts, a lot of determination, macho, um, especially in the early ones. You know, um, not a little less female representation in those early ones. Even though there was some pretty good, strong female characters in some of the early uh, 19s, you know, in the late 1960s and the early 1970s manga, there were some good female characters in there. Um, but usually, these this genre likes to prop up its hero or heroine to have some kind of tragic backstory. And you're saying, well, Chris, a lot of a lot of stories do that. It's a popular trope. Well, usually, this tragic beginning isn't. Is usually connected to a family member, to a father, a mentor of some sort, and that mentor or father figure, mother figure, is usually what that heroine or hero strives to be, and they use that determination in their sport of choice, or you know, what the manga is going to be centered around. Determination and the thought to, to be the best in the world, the best in the country, the best in the city, the best in this town, the best in this house, best in the school district, or whatever. That really comes from sports manga. That that's a that's from sports manga, you know. Um, it focuses on the growth more so, even shonen, which is known for a character's main character's growth and the characters around them to be different from the ending. You know, to be a different character, fundamentally a stronger character in most cases than the beginning. But in sports manga, you not only grow in strength and skill, but you grow in character as well. What shonen does to a certain extent, and I think even the really good shonens do that, do both strength and um, character, but not all do. Sports, I sports is it's, it's a delicate tightrope, but I feel like sports sports manga does a really good job in doing both at the same time without being too cheesy, too uh, obvious, in my opinion. Um, as the hero is trying to emulate this standard, like I said before, a standard whether set by a coach a father figure mentor mother figure of that such they um they are usually they hit a point where they get their first 
their other mentor that's not you know what we what they set up to be and that's like i'm trying to think of a common trope like and i shield 21 the devil you know the devil with the the devil coach well in that case and i shield is also the quarterback who's the devil the devil uh trope um but it, the devil coach or the or the or the only assistant or whatever you know is the is a popular stock character um which to usually kick the main character's butt in a little bit show him like you have a long way to go young man all right you got a long way to go young boy young girl sorry gotta get inclusive um um and also sports mangas usually have two things they either have they usually um you know there's some kind of in, inherent natural talent or actually i want to say almost every sports manga i think the ones I read, or at least the one prominent ones I read, they usually all have some kind of natural talent. Um, they may not be natural, they might not just use it for that sport, but their talent is there, and then they need someone else to pull it out of them and develop, nurture it into something so they can be great in that sport. Um, some of the common themes in sports genre is like the Bushido spirit. That's the um, the focus on on battle spirit. You know, the 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 the, the will to win Bushido spirit. Um, and that's what I think that's what it, it kind of distinguishes it from other sport related literature and in European literature and American literature is that Bushido spirit. Um, maybe I think some narratives and similar. This is what set sports manga. This is what sets sports manga apart. Um. But just and that's and that's not the only one. Bushido Spirit is one of the most important ones. But there's also teamwork, um, overcoming that next obstacle, that mountain, sportsmanship, endurance, self-sacrifice. Um, uh, and there was another phrase. Was it supokon uh, k I think it's willpower. So specifically, willpower in sports. <laughs> in sports, you know what I'm saying? Um, and another thing, another theme is even how the, the manga is drawn, how it's depicted, uh, bold lines, dictating speed, force, uh, direction, um, similar to what you see in Shonen and other action mangas, but a little bit in the case where it has to show the fluidity of the characters. Because, I mean, I, I can only speak for, for sports as uh, tennis, football, basketball. Um, baseball, mainly basketball and tennis for myself personally, but and for the viewers who are listening who play sports, it's it's a dance. Um, a lot of the time, there's a lot of movement, fluid fluid movements that sometimes you can't capture in real time, but your body is reacting to di- a lot of different stimuli, trying to keep up with it's a ball sport or you know like the sports that I've played, which are a lot of sports, but whatever. Um, but this is dictated with through with um with your bold lines, really big. The uh, big kanji, you know, in the middle of the panel, um, simplistic white space. Um, you you know it when you see it, you know. Um, I'm t- uh, speed lines, sound effects, blurring, blurring of of limbs, objects, um, th- things that when you say out loud sounds weird, but when you actually read, sit down and read it, you're like, man, you know what? These are the, some of the things that make up a sports centered uh manga um there was a there was a anime adaptation i can't remember what the name of it right now i just know that oh my god it was published by kodansha it was a baseball 
manga, and I think there was an adaptation in 1968. Uh, there was two anime sequels. Um, it's what is highly rated as one of the greatest uh, animes of all time. Oh my god. I, I know it's like Kyoji no Hoshi or something like that. So star, giant, star, something, something of that sort. I, I, I'll get to it. Um, it was, I know, I know it was written by Iki Kajiwara. Um, it was published by Kodansha. That's right. I'm sorry. And then illustrated by Noboru, uh, Noboru Kawasaki. Um, it ran for like 66 to 71, 72. It was really one of the more pro- first prominent sports mangas. Um, and that, and that was that, that anime alone. Uh, Star of the Giants, I believe, uh, is usually gives credit for pioneering the the special effects that are common in anime now. Bold lines, blurring, sound effects, written, you know, um, that's and that, and that kind of just now it's a, a synonymous with a lot of sports mangas and sports pieces in anime right now. Um, another thing that's really common in sports manga, which I think, which is a skill. Something as a writer myself, I, I I can't I find hard to do myself, but it, I think it's called decompression. Um, it's a and it's a storytelling technique where literally you tell a story, um, and let's say this you're you're, you're writing a manga, right? Um, and your serialization is about three or four years. You wrote this thing for four years, right? But your story is only depicted in like your story is about a season, so it's like five six months, if that, you know. So it's basically telling the story of events that only span a few months, but stretching that out in a nice story that can span that can sp- span over several years. Um, a notable example is like Slam Dunk, uh, Hanamichi Sak- uh, uh, Sakurai. Sakurai Hanamichi, the main character of Slam Dunk, a basketball anime, which will be, we're going to be talking about Slam Dunk later in this podcast. You best believe that. Um, but uh, Inoue, uh, Inoue wrote that in a way, because I think the Japanese season school for that, for basketball, I think it's about four and a half months to five months. But, and as any, as people who read Slam Dunk know, or know that, that Slam Dunk was serialized for serialized for like six i think about six or seven years i could be wrong someone might want to fact check me on that but i think it was for six years but the story is only about at least inside the story the basketball season was just four four or five months which is crazy and that's called decompression and it's very popular in sports because you know um and some other examples um uh you know and, and diamond or ace no diamond and other you know, um uh, Eria no Kishi, Haiku, um, Haiku, uh, where a game or a moment can span like several chapters, you know, um, like a, a volleyball game, a, a one ga- volleyball game may, which on, in reality only lasts what, an hour or two? Someone let me know. I, I've, I don't think I've actually ever been to a volleyball game. I've played volleyball at like gym and stuff. I don't think I've actually been to a volleyball game. But let's say it only spans like an hour or two, right? But in the manga, and de- with using this, this compression, decompression, you could talk about different aspects of, a, of a, just a single game and span that over, for, what, 10, 20, 25 chapters, you know, without being without being too long-winded. Um, but that's just some of the things. And there's a lot more... To what makes a sports manga sports manga other than just having the sport being centered in the in the work um but i won't be too i won't i don't want i don't want to um um get too much into that right uh right now i want to get right on to um kind of talking about 
the uh, the popularity uh, of sports market and some of the influence that we get. Um, basic. Uh, I don't know if anybody who's listening watched watches basketball, um, but um, there's a guy named uh, Rui uh, Hachimura, Hachimura, and he's he was drafted by the Washington Wizards. Um, this past year, he's a rookie this year. He's getting some minutes. Um, he's still kind of green. Good player though. Uh, he has a really good wingspan. Uh, gets real low on defense. He's real active on defense. Um, and he likes and he's real self selfless with the ball. Real smooth and transitioning, um, catching and passing. Um, I think he's gonna be really. I think he's gonna be good for the Wizards. Um, however long he stays there, but uh, Rui Hachimura was actually he he read Slam Dunk as a cho- as a child. And what mo- and it motivated him to actually pl- pick up a ball and play basketball, um, and play basketball professionally, you know, collegially and professionally. It- it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy to think about. Um, and that's just the reach from one of slam dunk, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit later on in its in its influence. Um, there is uh, there was also something else I wanted to talk about. Um, some of the sports that are mainly depicted in manga, um, you know, not everyone initially thought that manga and sports could mix so well. Um, but almost every—I mean, think of a sport. I'm sure, and it's—it's it's been that it has a corresponding manga or or several of them. Um, it's um it's and the thing is it's actually one of the more popular genres in japan um but it doesn't sell too well over in america um for some odd reason it doesn't do the numbers it does in japan um it just i mean it's it doesn't print enough numbers to keep it to keep them printing them at least for in america but baseball you know, one of America's pastimes. I'm saying that with with air quotes there, but um, several several uh, famous mangas. Cross Game. Um, it's got a little shonen, got a little romance. Great anime series, great manga. Princess Nine. Um, they form a team. I don't know if you know about Princess Nine. That was a, that's that's another one. I, a little, little quick rec- recommendation uh, there for you. Uh, was a big wind up. That was another one. Um, th- and that's and that, like I said, that's a sports manga, but also it, it has other slice of life. Uh, a, I think romance. I can't. Remember. It's been a while since Big Wind Up, but that shows that that kind of stories the relationship between a pitcher and a catcher, and that takes center stage of that story right there. Basketball, which you know, one of my favorite sports. Um. It's and which connected with American and Japanese readers so strongly, so strongly. And I'm talking about things like hoop days, girls, girl got game. Um, but when we think of basketball manga, we talking about heavy hitters like Slam Dunk, which is quote one of the best selling manga in history. But I don't, you don't need me to tell you that. Um, um, Kuroko no Basket, Kuroko's Basketball, another the more one of the more modern sports manga and anime. Uh, which spawn not movies, OV, uh, OVAs, video games. I think a stage play as well. Um, there's also some other ones that they tried to target to females, I believe, like Waiting for Spring and uh, 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 Takehiko Inoue, the one who 
who wrote uh, Slam Dunk, also wrote about, I think, a short manga. Not, I can't remember how long it was. Uh, called Real, I believe. Um, right after, right after his success with Slam Dunk, and that's for, and that's about um, a wheelchair, wheelchair basketball, which is just, it, it, an incredible story in on itself. Um, which I think of another, a uh, bicycling. Um, in Japan, a lot of people ride bicycles. Um, but it's not all. But racing them is not that popular in Japan. Not as popular even as over here. So you have uh, titles like uh, Golden Boy, where they, I think, I think that was motorcycling, I believe, and and death-defying stunts. Um, and also, I guess when biking, I think the more popular one, more people think of is uh, uh, Yawamushi Pedal. Um, which I think in 2015 won the Kodansha Manga Award for Best Shonen. Uh, it's um, it, it's not as realistic as like Golden Boy or some of the other cycling animes and mangas, but it is really entertaining to watch. I do recommend that one. A good that's also a good read. Um, football, one of the most the the most popular sport in America for for a long time now, and doesn't seem changing anytime soon though basketball is a close second and baseball is right behind basketball but there's a margin football is definitely the most popular sport at least in america um but i mean when you think of football i guess in manga you think of ice shield 21 um it the rules are different as you read it <laughs> there's a little different um but there's a lot of humor it's funny it tugs at the heartstrings it's got some intense moments um and I and it's one of the few where the anime and the manga are, are superb. I should uh, some other less likely sports in this genre, like ice skating, which saw a popular incarnation on in uh, Yuri on Ice. I think it wasn't. It wasn't. If I if I know if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the first title that featured ice skating, but it was definitely one of the more modern ones that. That the one of the more modern ones that uh, took center stage. Um, before that was like uh, Sugar Princess and Gibbon Kaleidoscope <laughs> and things of that nature. Um, but it was the Fury on Ice was was known for having promptly men in as the main characters for for skating um, and also popularized skating for. Skating in Japan, at least men skating, and um, for America, prominence in like both anime and in the skating community. Where I think I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to have somebody talk, uh, let me know about this, but I think someone ice skated to the theme of Yuri on Ice. I'm pretty sure pop. Yeah, someone in the back, someone in the in the back has just let me know that they did skate to that theme. I I don't know if it was the Winter Olympics, the most recent one. I if I want to say. It might have been just a competition, um, but it, like I said, that's that's some, that, that's a little more less frequent uh, genre. Uh, what's another one? Uh, kendo, kendo, which is you know the sport, um, the sport for uh, kendo. Oh my god, you know sword, <laughs> swordsmanship. Um, uh, Karikano is one that kind of comes to mind. Um, not the most, really the most popular one, as it is a little more shoujo type a little more is aged a, a little differently now um but i guess more people think about bamboo blade 
Bamboo Blade was probably one of the more popular Kendo ones. Um, the art was great, you know, small frames, big swords, good action. Um, it was pretty cool. And, um, but it was, I guess Bamboo Blade also mixed the sports, but with drama. And that's another thing with these, with the sports genre, it, the drama is heightened. And I dare to say, like, some of the, I've, there's a lot of sports titles that incorporate or use drama and suspense more than a lot of shonen titles. If um, well, I'm trying to think of a lessly, a less or more lesser known, some other lesser known sports that have manga counterparts, um, uh, motorsports. You know, all about speed, 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 speed. Um, ride back. Um, that's one on. I think that's a uh, ballet dancer who suffered a a bad injury. But in recovering, found a, a talent in motorcycles, um, and that pushes the boundaries of what motorcycles can do. Um, and I think there were some robots. I, I'm a little blurry on ride back. So someone's gonna have to help me on that one soon. But but there's more grounded ones, which I will be talking about a little bit later. And that's one is called Initial D. So all my Initial Ds just take up a stand-up salute real quick. If you watched or read Initial D, even if it was just a little bit, I still salute you. Uh, which was a lot of people's introduction into drifting. Um, um, some, but it, it is kind of hard to get your hands on. I know I can't. I I don't. I don't want to be. You, so, so don't take my word 100% here. But I think a lot of the Initial D of manga volumes are out of print. Or unlicensed, I'm pretty sure. I, I want. I'll be pretty sure. Um, so you can't really can't get a, most of the series legitimately. I could be wrong about that. Um, and and if we're gonna talk about initial D, we gotta talk about that soundtrack, man. That 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 Eurovision, that Eurobeat type soundtrack. I love it. Gotta love it. Um, ping pong. I mean, when you think of ping pong and, and anime and manga, you think of ping pong the animation. There's not many. I can't think of another one like it. Has such an unusual style. Um, it was a manga. The manga I did. I don't think I finished actually the manga to be honest. But I remember having the action was literally lifted off the page. It was great. Um, rugby with all out. Um, a, a rough and tumble type of sport. Um, different uh, skating. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna look skating. Ice not ice skating but rollerblading. So. Air Gear is a sport anime, alright? I don't care which... I don't... I, look, look, we're going to have to disagree. Your unnamed listener. I know somebody's going to disagree with me. But Air Gear... Air Gear is a sport. Um, at least it's based... It was based on a sport. So in my, so I'm going to call it a sport. Um, roller, yeah, rollerblading, I guess is the right... Is the, is the right term. Um... Though in Air Gear, if you read it or watched it or know anything about it, it, it gets a little a little off the walls though. Like you know, you got people propelling into the air, um, people doing tricks with regalias, with fire, wind, and it gets pretty crazy. Um, but it's not totally realistic, but fun. Absolutely, it is fun as hell. Um, soccer, a lot of good soccer ones. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the. I guess the first one that really, I think Aria Nokishi, Aria Nokishi was the one that kind of got me into soccer. There's a there's a lot of soccer. <laughs> I mean, people Captain Subasa. I think most people think of Captain Subasa, but I I don't think I've ever finished it. 
So don't spare me, please. Spare me. I get it. I get it. I have not finished Captain Tsubasa. But I've watched, I've not watched, read uh, Whistle. That's what it was called. Whistle with uh, Daisuke Higuchi. Um, um, but Cap- it wasn't as prominent as like Captain Tsubasa. And it's hard because Captain Tsubasa really... It, it just it not I mean Japan soccer is a big sport and already was when Captain Tsubasa but it just it popularized it onto us to a second degree with that um I'm not sure where you can actually get Captain Tsubasa volumes but I know for Whistle because because I know I have a few Viz Media actually did did um publish every volume of Whistle which is crazy um swimming I think when a lot of people swimming uh they think of free um and i just and to be honest i'm not sure if you could think of anything else is other than free um but and what's on uh, i could oh yeah that's right tennis how could i forget about tennis there's this maybe like four or five series i probably read about which is on the tennis ones alone it, it pops up every now and again with its modern, most modern incarnation being Baby Steps, which we will talk about a little, little more later in the show. But um, some of the older ones, like Marmalade Boy, Maesan, Ikoku, Ikoku. Uh, but I guess mainly people kind of put it with Prince of Tetis, which we're going to talk a lot about later on as well. Because, golly, Prince of Tetis is a fucking G. Um... But I, I'm going to be real. I wouldn't recommend Prince of Tennis to everybody. It's a little more fantastical, not as realistic. If um, you think more realistic, you might want to go to Marmalade Boy or uh, Baby Steps. Um, but if, look, if you like Hunter Hunter or Naruto, but with tennis thrown into the mix, then yeah, give Prince of Tennis a shot. Um, <laughs> give Prince of Tennis a shot. Ah, I can... So look, I, I we're trying to think of some other track and field, Prince of Stride, um, uh, Suzuka. I think that was a sports, but it was also a romantic comedy. I think one of the first like romantic comedy sport kind of titles. Um, I think, and it has a real simple though. It, it was simple. It's simple now. Like I think the main character, I can't even think of the his name Yama, uh, Yamato. The only reason he gets interested in track and field is because his next door neighbor is an attractive um, high jumper, I believe. <laughs> and so he takes running up himself. He takes running himself just to get closer to this to this high jumper. Um, which and I, which is another thing that which I like about Baby Steps is that and they do the same thing in Suzuka is that um, that you get to see the, both the the female character lead. And the male lead compete in sports simultaneously, um, and, I, and that's an enjoyable read. And volleyball, I guess, gotta talk about volleyball. Um, you got, you know, you could talk about Crimson Hero, but I mean, you, when you think about if you're gonna talk about volleyball and manga, and you're gonna have to talk about Haruichi's uh, Furudate's Haikyuu. probably the most popular volleyball anime that will ever come out. <laughs> I mean. Come on, I mean, you, are we gonna see another one? Are we really gonna see another one? Um, and if there is another one, let me know. Uh, cause I I love the hell out of Haikyuu. I'm st- look and 
you're gonna, I know you're gonna, you're gonna want to put me on this cross behind me. I have a cross in the room here, a nice cross. Salute Jesus Christ. But we got, I got a cross behind me. I know you guys are gonna want me to put me on it, but I have not caught up with Haikyuu uh, yet. I've watched some of the anime and all of all that sort, but I've not caught up on the manga. So, and I don't, I don't want to know yet. Just let me know. Just, just let me know if if it's not good stuff. But those are the, like, like I said before, a lot of these, a lot of sports, sports that you probably didn't, you didn't think even had a corresponding manga, but they do. And it's it's pretty crazy. Um, in a minute, I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna rifle off. Take a little, we're gonna take a real quick break in the show, real fast. And I'm gonna rifle off my top ten sports and manga. My top ten sports anime. I know you guys are gonna love me. I know you guys are gonna hate me. And you might there might be a lot of people right in the middle, but I have to I have to lay it down flat out, flat you know flat out straight up with you guys. I got some favorites, and uh, I might leave out some of you guys' favorites. So I just, just a fair warning, a fair warning. That's all I want to let you know. All right, um, but we're gonna hit a uh, a quick break, a quick ad, just a quick break after uh, an ad break and a little bit of music, and uh, then I'm gonna get back to you guys with my rankings with on some of these sport mangas. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, oh, let's go. What's up? It's your boy C Dove, and we back on Weebcast episode one, sports edition. And um, we're on the part of the show where I'm gonna be ranking some of my most my my top ten sports anime, my top ten sports manga. Uh, some people, um, yeah, some some people's feeling about to be hurt today. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm kidding with y'all. I'm kidding with y'all. Uh, I'm probably. I bet some of this this list gonna be a little vanilla for 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 a lot of you. Um, for people that might know me, and for people who don't know me, like man, that's not. You know, you ain't really doing nothing. But you ain't doing ain't hit different. See, duh. This shit ain't really hit that much different. But I mean, look, look I will see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I will start with the manga just because I'm more comfortable that way. Um. I think I said this in the introduction already, but I've probably read a lot more manga than I have seen anime. It's mainly a time issue, mainly a time thing, and it's also because I grew up with books more than I did with TV. We didn't have cable, and, and when I did watch stuff on TV, it was mainly uh, VHS tapes. Um, and so books was just easier to just have around, um, and manga, you know, you get shit, you get you know get books, random volumes just handed to you. Um, or you just go to Wonder Book and Video, like I talked in the, about in the uh, introduction, and you just pick you just pick one up off. You have no idea where in the series it is. You know, you just look at it because the cover looks cool. It might be a, a big titty anime bitch on it. You know, you just take it, you read it. So uh, I'm gonna start with the manga here. Um, these are these top ten. Let me let me just my process over the last week. I I try to look really in. I've changed my list a, a lot over the last like four or five days. I'm just gonna let y'all guys know that, okay? Like a lot. Um, switching, going back and forth, a lot. Um, but I settled on about 22 of them. I I started with 30. Like your boy was not slacking. Your boy was not slacking. I I listed about 30. 
manga um, series titles and then maybe about 25 anime. And I both slimmed them down to around 22-ish uh, for both sides. Um, but I'm only going to do the top 10 um, maybe in a follow-up or at the wrap-up part of this podcast or the show I'll probably talk about some of the ones I left off. Um, or am I going to Twitter and talk about that? We'll see. But uh, I, I just want to let you know, your boy was not slacking. He was, he was, he was, he was hitting that. He was hitting the pavement hard, trying to make sure. Because I mean, look, if you just ask anybody, what can you list? Um, and this is what kind of pisses me off sometimes, man. Let me real quick. I hate when people can't list some of their favorite things. You know, you know, they're they're quick to say, man, I don't like that too much, or like, hey, man, this shit hits, or that shit's so fire. I'm like, okay, but where do you rank it? With some of the other things you watched, and then they 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 go silent. Um, it's crazy. It may, it, it upsets me because I have to see for me and my how my brain works. I have to I I like to put things in perspective. Um, even if your rankings change, and my rankings have changed over time, like these, my top ten or my top thirty may change a little bit over the years, but it does. I'm not too much. Um, but I get how people's things may change, and you get older, and you might wanna. Or you value a certain type of manga title a little bit more than now, but to say that you did, you can't, you don't have, you can't pick a favorite or your least favorite, it just b- baffles me, man. All right, all right, stuff. I'm not, I'm not gonna try to um, waste any more you guys' time. I'm gonna get into my top ten right now. Nope, there's no particular order. There kinda is, but it's really no order. You could put any of these at any number, but I just, I did do a, like a, a top ten. Um, and I'll start with number 10 right now. Let me hit number 10 up real fast. And that's going to be one out, one out by, uh, who was it by? I know it was, uh, uh, Katanani, uh, Shinobu Katanani. I think it was one out. One out is a, uh, baseball, baseball, I guess yeah, it's a baseball, um, manga. And it's, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like someone's gonna correct me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's it, it's it was bo- illustrated and written by Shinobu Katanani, um, and it, it was uh, serialized in a Senin manga, The Business Jump, I think, in from '98 to '06, '07, and then there was an anime adaptation in '08 to '09, I believe. Um, it was produced by Madhouse Entertainment, um. And then I think the anime produced up until the, from the first volume to the tenth volume. I could be wrong about that too. Um, but it was not only also a b- baseball manga. And why I put this at number ten is because the genres they mixed two genres that was it sounds like it's it should have been done before and maybe it has. I'm not a his, manga historian, but it mixed two genres really well that I never seen before: baseball, sports, and then gambling. Gambling is a small sub, 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 subject. I mean, it's a small suspect, or it's a smaller genre of a, of some other genres like senin and psychological and stuff like that. But there are some mangas just based around gambling, and you're probably already thinking about you're probably already thinking about that one famous one on Netflix. That's the name is escaping me right now. But this if this was before that, so it mixed baseball and gambling. Um. And I think it might be one of the few Senin sport ones that I that that are in the top ten. Um, but just a quick synopsis. Um, it, it's based around this one god. 
and this well this team by uh, Saitama uh, Lycons Lycons, and they're the weakest team in the Japanese league. Um, and its star batter Kojima was forming forms a they formed a training camp in Okinawa. Um, and I think he was batting, and he was taking pitches from amateur pitchers and things of that stuff. Um. But uh, I think he stumbles onto a gambling side, a gambling pitch on this at this, you know, in the in the hood or whatever you want to call it. And they and they and he gets and he gets thrown into this game called one outs. Um, Kojima. Uh, Kojima uh, participates. Participate in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Participates in. I'm trying to. Remember. I seriously cannot remember. Um, really, kind of. Now y'all are like, man, this is really nigga. This is man really gonna put a top ten. Um, but um, but the main character beats um Toa. To- I think his name is to- uh, to- uh, Toa or Toa. I think that's his, the main character's name or Tokuchi. Who looks? He looks. He's scrawny, dangly. Has really uh, slanted eyes. Really, he's got like an evil type uh, demeanor about him. But he defeats this all-star batter, bat batter Kojima, on the Saitama, you know, professional player. Um. And so Tokichi, like, he's like, "All right, I'll stop the rematch, man. I'm just gonna beat you again." Um. And that's and it kind of goes on from there. Where later on he uh, Tokuichi gets invited to play on the professional team, and then the manager kind of tries to screw him out of his pay and his money or how many pitches he's allowed, how many innings he's allowed to pitch, and he has to like continually to show more and more off his skills as the season goes along to get more to play more, um, to play more innings and also pay off a a debt. I believe. I think. Where like he's racked up a debt, and he has to pitch or strike out as many pitches as possible to make more money and things like that. It's really fun. Um, uh, Toa Tokuichi, he's the main guy. I think he's voiced by uh, uh, Masato Hagiwara, and then Kojima, the other main character, uh, Sutomo Isobe. Um, it's awesome. You guys will want it. If you like gambling, you like baseball, a little more realistic. Probably the more one of the more realistic ones on my list. Uh, let me get to number nine, though. Let me get to number nine. Cortico, no basket. Now you're saying, Chris, Cortico basket, man, that shit fire, bro. You see Cortico passing that shit along, you know. Um, yeah, you have Meteor, uh, or whatever. You know, you got him shooting from full court shots. Look, I know it's hype, and that's probably why it's most. The reason why it's on the list is because it is that freaking hype. Um, I feel like I don't have to talk too much about, uh, about this one, but you know, for those who, who, who probably, who, who, who haven't seen it yet or know just a little bit about it, it's, it's another basketball manga. It's a basketball manga. Uh, I think it's written and it's illustrated by, uh, uh, Tadaoshi Fujimaki. Um, but I think, what's it in English? What is it, the basketball, which critical plays? Um, but it was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from 2008, late 2008, I believe, to late 2014. 
um, and it's I think there's like 30 volumes published by Shueisha. Uh, and it's basically a high school basketball team trying to make it to the national tournament in in, in basically and it's your it's your I'm not gonna say average but a lot of sport genres I should have talked about this in in the last part but a lot of sport mangas are usually paired up with another genre to support it like in my number nine one outs the baseball gambling in this case comedy and a lot of sports sport titles kind of pair up with comedy a lot i think it may be because it's just so easy to slap on some comedy uh, but that's for critical no basket it's mainly a comedy and with with sports um so i think yeah like i said 30 30 volumes um i think i'm pretty sure it's i know who's drawn by is fujimaki and i don't know if fujimaki actually writes it or not or hirabayashi might wrote write it i can't can't quite uh, remember uh, but I know Fujimaki does the extra game for sure um, but um, I guess real, real quick it's basically about um, this this uber talented middle school basketball team rose to distinction just blasted out all these other competition in middle school right and they were deemed as this um, the generation of miracles, the starting five. Uh, and the main character is actually the sixth man on that inf- infamous team. And he was the Phantom Sixth Man. And the story revolves around him going into high school, just like the other generation of miracles. They split off into different schools to, I guess, to test themselves and see if they can carry a team to go up against the other generation of miracles. And so Kuroko joins the uh, said in high school team. Um, and then he, I think the first generation of Miracle, he, he comes across as my favorite character in the whole show is Ryota Kise. Um, another generation of Miracle plays small forward or shooting guard, shooting guard, I believe. Like I say, y'all are going to want to crucify me. Um, but it, it's basically, it's, I mean, I don't really have to explain basketball, but I mean, <laughs> it's Cortico's team's rise to the and drive to get to the national championship game. I don't want to let too much talk about too much, especially with people who already haven't seen it. But I have a good feeling a lot of people have either read it or watched it. Um, it's I, why why is this your number nine, and why is it above one ounce? Um, for a few things, it's hype. One ounce is is intense. It's got some suspense. It's got some interesting things. But there is some. The anime only ran for a year. Uh, the manga ran for for there's like 12 volumes or over 10 volumes but um why i put cortical no basket just a little bit higher the one ounce is basically the hype i'm not gonna and you're saying like, oh man it, look look i i'm one of the most staunch people against liking anime for merely if it's hype but i think hype does work well with with sports because in sports when you're a spectator or you're a participant you get is a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of of dis, like I, we were talking about in sport, in sport the sports management determination the guts the bushido spirit um when you're playing basketball you get heated you know you get you, you get more motivated and i think and that's okay i think the hype in sports is okay um so that's why i probably put it up a little bit more i put it up at the, at my number nine spot the characters were i like the 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 characters had great character designs. Um, it was funny. Had more, a little more comedy than One Outs. One Outs had its few share, its fair share of amount of jab, comedic jabs. But Kodoko no Basket was a lot funnier. 
um, a little more successful for a longer period of time. And it's one of one of one of my more 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 liked most liked modern sports uh, mangas. Um, but yeah, it, I mean it's crazy. It sold what? Um, I think before before by like September of 2012 or whatever, so like nine million units. Um, sold over like 23 million copies, like at 2013 over at, 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 as of 2013. Um, it's it was crazy. It's I think it was the like the third most most selling manga in 2013. Um, and DVD sales are the Japanese DVD sales are put are always ranking, always ranked. Um, so that's not my number nine. Let me hit the right quickly into number eight, and that's going to be uh, Hajime no Ippo. So Hajime Ippo is a boxing, is a um, but yeah, sorry, a boxing anime. Um, written by oh my god, Th- I should know this one, uh, Morikawa, I believe. Morikawa, written and illustrated, I believe, and that was uh, serialized by Kodansha, and it was in the Weekly Shonen magazine. It's got it's like 120 some uh, uh Tonko Bond volumes. As of la- October of last year-ish. Um, and I usually fall in and out of this one. Sometimes you read like several chapters. And then you let it go a little bit. You know. People who people who read manga a lot. They, they do this. Um, but it follows a high school student. Named uh, Makunouchi. Maku, Makunouchi Ipo. I think that's how you say it. And he begins his. And, and it stories his career in boxing. From an amateur to a professional and champion um and you know it stories his titles and his title winnings his defeats against a lot of opponents a lot of well-known people um and this is another comedy sport genre mix um probably a little more action than than the last two like the number eight i mean the games are definitely you know I, i but this has a little more serious action um, but also has a lot more, a little, a lot more comedy as well compared to one ounce in Kodoko no Basket. Um, actually, I think a lot of people like it for its comedy. I think, and the boxing, um, it's kind of just in the background for a lot of people. Um, but it's also a very popular anime, of course, but just stick it to the manga. It was a, a it was a shonen type, obviously. Um, and I guess, um, what was it? That's right. I I, it, I I can't remember the exact number, but it sold a oh, shit ton of copies. There's a lot of copies in print. It's like ninety over 90, 90 million. Um, but it's about a high school student who's extremely shy, uh, very difficult to make friends. Um, and he was and he, he was a nice little goody two shoes kind of guy helping his mother's fishing business, family fishing business. Um, and then. Basically, I think uh, some bullies come come his way, and then he's saved by another for, by a boxer, and then that kind of gets him into the world. He he visits the gym, sees this work. He's that's his first foray into the world of boxing. Is his gym, and uh, and and the guy who saved him is like, hey man, hit this bag or you know stuff and things like that. And um, and after that, he's then he's being tutored, he's being trained by this guy, and then he gets his own coach. He's then he gets into amateur he spars. With the, which becomes to be his main rival. Um, it's a very, it's very fun, long, long, very long manga. Like I said, it has over 126 volumes, um, and it, 
And the reason why it's a little low on the list is because though it's it had its it has its continued success as a manga, um, it does have some lulls in it. There's some there's it, 30, 20 chapters sometimes go by and you're like, yeah, the, and then the training cycles and then the defeats and then the losses, they kind of it becomes a little repetitive. Um, it most of it's exciting though. I, I will say myself, I will say it's, it's exciting, but there are some lulls in it for me, at least for myself, and I kind of lose interest from time to time. Um, but um, it, it's it's, I think it, I'm not sure about the manga, but I remember the anime being hailed as you know one of the of the one of the most popular animes in 2010 of the 20 of the 2010s. Um. And people, I think, it used to, the nick people nickname it the cream of the crop of the sports manga, sports genre and anime, um, with the with the with the fighting, with the detailed descriptions of the boxing matches and the training styles and the lives of a boxer was was very intriguing. And then the character development is 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 is, uh, is detailed really well. Um, so people really, I, I look, I think a lot of people would put this as the number one. Um, it's not that quite strong of a title for me, but hey, I I, see, I understand. I see its merit. There's no way I I, I see its merit. Um, uh, let me go right into the number. What am I? Number seven, right? I'm at number seven. So I and I put. Uh, I'm looking at my list and I put high Q, high Q, and like I said, that's Haruichi uh, Furudate's uh, work there. Um, and I put this as number seven. I know people, and I think this is another one people might put might have it a little low they might say i have it a little low it's and like i said look don't be on the cross i'm not quite finished with it so it may change over time but it's another comedy sports genre uh, published by shueisha i believe it's a shonen type i think they're at 41 volumes right now i think it started in 2012 i believe i think it's 2012 i could be wrong um, the anime, I think, was started in 2014, like two years after. But, um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I put this, I have this at number seven. Um, I, it's about a, I think it's, it's a, how, how, what's a quick synopsis? Um, what's a quick synopsis of it? How, how would I put, well, so it's it's about a he's short. It's a short middle school. I'm pretty sure it's middle school. Um, and he gained a sudden love of volleyball. You know, uh, watching this uh, on one of the championship matches on TV, and he's and he's just starstruck and he's determined to become one of those championship star players. Um, uh, nicknamed the small giant. So Hinata 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 show you joins the high school volleyball club. In short, that's what it's about. And then the story, and, and it stories his his rise and his fame and his his prowess of becoming better and better. Um, but why did I put it above Kuroko no Basket? Um, as a manga, I do like the art a little bit better. I think it works with the sport. Um, the art was a lot easier to take in, more so than Hajime no, Hajime no Ippo, most for surely. Um, but I felt like the story moved along. With some ease, a little more quickness. Um, I felt like that. I do believe. Um, 
what is, uh, what am I trying to say here? I, I don't want to. The thing is, I I don't want to just omit something, but but I don't want to. I just I don't want to look. I, I, it, it's it's a simple story, but it it's a simple story at in its most in the most best possible way though. It's a classic, you know, the school was a powerhouse and it's fallen. Um, you have a, a un, now it's an underdog, um, and it, it and it's it, it's rise to national fame again, um, and it has to go through di- certain tournaments like the prefecture tournament, um. But um, it, it, I do like Hinata's and Kayama's backstories, which the NA form a dynamic, just tr- do them in a trust. Um, it's well paced, it's consistent, um. It, it, in base and how basic it is, it does have a, a, a it does have an incredible amount of tension. I'm not I won't lie, it, it does create tension really well in a volleyball in a volleyball game, um, and it's always kind of keeping you guessing on what's next. Uh, I love the characters, obviously. Um, the characters have a nice, really nice designs in the manga. Um, little sneak peek for the when I do my anime tops. I think it's I'm not I think it's a better anime than the manga, but. Don't hurt me on that. Um, let me get it right into number six. My number six manga is uh, Initial D. Now, see, I wanted to put Initial D a little higher, and this was one of the ones that was I was flipping back and forth on. I just didn't know where to put it because <laughs> I love Initial D. Initial D is real is not only one of my favorite sport manga titles of all time; it's one of my favorite mangas of all time. Um. But it's um it's it's a street racing manga. It was uh, written and illustrated, I believe, by Shuichi Shinigo, uh, Shigeno. Um, and it was oh god, now this is where I might get tripped up. I should have wrote this down. It was um in the weekly Young magazine, I believe. It wasn't Shonen Jump. Uh, I think it was about forty-eight total volumes, and it was um pretty sure it was serialized from like 95, 96 to two thousand thirteen. Um, and the story focuses around illegal street Japanese street racing, and it's all concentrated in mountain passes, and it's sometimes in city and urban areas, but not so much. But it emphasizes drifting, and actually, impl- and introduced a lot of people, not only in Japan but also in America and the states, of what street racing was, especially drifting. Um, there was actually, I think. There was a, a professional driver whose name is Chuch, uh, Chuchia, Chuchia, I can't remember his name, who helped with editor with the editorial side of the show of the manga. Um, so, because it, it, it's because it, the show it stayed true to its sport, um, but it, I think it focuses around an area called uh, Gunma, uh, the Gunma Prefecture, which is a prefecture in Japan in the Kanto region. Its capital is uh, Maebashi. Um, and because it has a lot of mountains, the Kanto region is very mountainous. So, and and that's where the the mangas like to, like to focus some of the, the drifting at. Um, it the 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 characters and the locations in this place though are some of them are fictionalized, but they are based on real locations in the Kanto region of Japan. Um, now this is an interesting one, and, and it's one of the reasons why I, I ranked it up up at where it's at six and where I almost put it in the top three is because 
it's it's a sports one, but it's also a coming of age story. And coming of age stories are, are personally one of my favorite stories in in American fiction, and also in in manga as well. But um, it, I, I it the the art of street racing, that, the fact that it, it it was so accurate and it taught people so much more about a, such a marginalized or such a, a lesser known well sport and niche of things as drifting and drag racing um that's why it ranks as high because the manga not only makes it interesting and fun and suspenseful and intense and and it raises the tension it makes all that feel so natural about a sport we probably did not care about too much you know motorsports isn't the most popular sport in a lot of regions it's definitely not popular in america um and I, I'm, and I'm not, and I can't, I don't want to, I can't say, but I don't see it being not too much popular. It's not popular, more popular than basketball or soccer or other things like that in Japan. So it made motorsports seem so much more appealing. And not only that, the art is actually really well. It, it some of the early, earlier uh, volumes are look a little dated. I will, I'll agree with that. But uh, up until past its 2000. Four, seven, eight, two thousand eight. The art's really consistent, um, and I it's Shuichi does a, just a really good job. I I really I I can't give it I can't give it any more praise. <laughs> um, it's just it's just so fun to watch and it's so exciting. Um, but yeah, this I mean this manga was adapted several times. Uh, the anime I didn't really I really didn't stick with the anime too much. Uh, the manga because the manga was just so much superior in my in my thing, but real quick, it's about uh, Takamu Fujiwara, a student. A student. He was uh, working at the gas station uh, with his best friend uh, Itsuki. Um, and Itsuki was the one who was so enthusiastic about being a street racer, and and then he really and his aspiration was to join the Akina Speed Stars or whatever. And and its leader uh, Koichiro was working at the same pump station, but you know, but they didn't know at the time. Uh, and so, uh, I think, and Takumi, or the Fujiwara, uh, helps out his father, uh, at a tofu delivery driver, and he's, the, and he drives a car, right? Uh, um, and then it's just, basically, he gets in a, he gets in a race with Chirano, I think, um, or, or, or no, with, uh, Kenji, I believe, he was a backup driver for the Speed Stars, um, uh, and then and Takumi gets caught up in this race and then people are amazed by his skills um, and he defeats uh, Keisuke using like this gutter run so basically it's like putting both of the left and right tires into the gutters to prevent like some kind of centrifugal force pushing car like pushing the car forward or outward I mean on the mountain roads and on the corners of these of these roads um and after that, it, it kind of, the story kind of ramps up after that. But I put this because mainly because it's so true. It stays true to itself, stays true to the sport, um, and then simultaneously making it not only educational but entertaining uh, throughout all the way. Um, it's it, it was it was widely recepted. Um, it, it's so I think by the end of its serialization, it sold over forty eight million copies. Um, I think it's grossed uh, like 33 some 33 some billion yen I think 460 million dollars US dollars um, it sold over a billion copies I believe 
Uh, it, it, it's crazy. And the sales revenue in US, American dollars is like $2 billion, you know? Um, and that's not even adding up the, the anime sales. In it. So, um, a lot of people... It's just literally... It's it's one of just the best mangas I've read in a long time. In a long time. Um, it, it gets you fired up. It has a good feeling, sense of getting people fired up. Um, you know, it gets it gets a lot of a lot of um, praise or critique comparing it to like the uh, Fast and Furious, which I think that came out in two thousand one. Especially with Tokyo Drift, which came out in two thousand six, I believe. Um, but yeah, you guys have to read that if you guys haven't. I know it's a little long, not as long as Hajime no Ippo. Has a little less dull spots for me, and that's why I got it at at number six, number five. Prince of Tennis. Um, y'all already know. If y'all know me, I love my pretty boys playing tennis. This show is absolutely amazing. Like I, you, I've kind of already talked about it a little bit early in the previous section. But um, Prince of Tennis is a tennis anime. Um, I can't remember who this one. I think was Ta- uh, Takashi uh, Konomi. It was in the Weekly Shonen Jump. Um, and I believe it was serial, uh, from like 2000 or 1999 to like 2008. So there was a follow-up, the new Prince of Tennis. I'm kind of rolling that up in this one. It's technically a different series because I think it has a different author, I believe a different writer. Um, but it's not as good. Not as good. I'm just talking about the Prince of Tennis, the first serialization. Um, it has about, I think a total of 30, 370 some chapters and like 42 volumes. Um, and it's another... I guess you could kind of say it's another coming-of-age story with this main character. He's... The main character is more sure of himself throughout, unlike uh, Takumi Fujiwara in Initial D. But he does go through a, a transformation in this. And um, it's more shonen. This is probably one of the more shonen ones in my top five. Um, not more... I think it real. I think it is. I think it is one of the more shonen ones. Um, now this one might be because I, it's a little biased. I did watch this before I read it. Um, it was on, I remember on Cartoon Network, um, you know, and they, you know, they had like that, they're all, you can watch shows online and they, I, that's why I would watch Samurai Jack, Hiroki Nogo, and Prince of Tennis. Those are the three shows I would watch on, on it. And they would have them streaming on their website. Excuse me, I'm about to cough. Give me one second. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but that's how I got into it. I saw it as an anime first, dubbed. So, I know. But, I saw it as an anime first, and then I went to read it. It's, um, basically, it, yeah, like I think it's already said, I think it's written by Takashi. Uh, Takashi. Um, it was shown in 1999, 2001 of the two. And, um, I guess, why do I like this? Why, why do I like The Prince of Tennis so so much I think it's because if I you know what look look man it's got hype but in a different sense where I don't think it, it, I mean it's like Naruto but with tennis or bleach with tennis some of the some of the things they do in this manga is it's incredible and it looks like they're 
fight, and, and and that's and that's the current theme actually in this manga is tennis and and swordsmanship, or the the or I guess kind of the the spirit that embodies a swordsman is heavily tied to this. Um, and I think I like that. Um, I think I like that. I think I like that a lot actually about it. Um. But um, I the main character. I guess I should I do. I guess I should talk about a little bit more about the um about the I guess the synopsis about it a little bit. How like it's um it's it's basically revolved around this young tennis prodigy, uh, Ryoma uh, Eshijin. Uh, I think it's by I think he was voiced by David Neil Black. I think in the in the in the dub by the way, who's attending uh, Shishin Academy, where he defeats. Like top class, like top tier tennis star players, um, um, and then like he even in one of the episodes or one of the chapters he returns a shot from a from an opponent that's known for being particularly difficult to return. But not only does he return it, but he also soon he also learns how to do that same shot. Um, and some of the supporting characters, I think this for a for a sports manga. Sports manga is really the supporting cast is a very important part of sports manga. I think it usually it makes or break a lot of sport mangas for me and animes for me to be honest. And and the Prince of Tennis cast is literally there's not a weak spot for me. I don't think there's a weak spot of characters. None of the player, none of his teammates, and none of the coaches. Not a weak spot. Um, and I like the the mysterious air Ryoma gives off him that comes off of him. Uh, that his abilities never matched his enthusiasm. Um, he was cocky, but, um, he was, but the, watching him skillfully outplay his opponents was amazing. It was literally crazy. And the, the way it was drawn, Takeshi has this, had this way of doing it where it seemed like each page, it, it, things flowed into each, another action, action after action. So, so vividly. It was really nice. Um, I know a lot of people talked about it, like, that it focuses too much on tennis. I like that about it. Um, but I can understand if you don't, if you're not interested in a racket type sport, I can see why you wouldn't have it ranked this high. Um, and uh, a lot of the uh, the the shots and the panels are dedicated to the shots, the different shots the people uh, take, and but they're and the way to describe them are in awesome detail. Um, but um. It, it, I was gonna say I probably wouldn't recommend this. I would recommend this if you haven't watched, if you haven't read a lot of sport mangas. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it if you were just getting into manga either. So that's definitely that's definitely why I have it at number five. Uh, num- let me get into number four. Is uh, is I think it's a little more new. It's a newer one actually. Well, no, I mean, I guess the mon- the anime is. But it's it's Idaho no Soda. I know it just got an anime adaptation, but I'm talking about the manga. But it's um I th- it's Sky of the Duck, I believe, and it's a and it's a basketball manga. Uh this is uh I think it's written and illustrated by uh, Takashi Hinata, and it was in Weekly Shonen Magazine from 2003. Um, and I think the first volume dropped around 2004 ish. 
I believe. And it's still going. I think we're at 50 volumes so far. Um, and it's still going. And it's published by Kodansha, I believe. And it's a shonen. Definitely shonen. Um, but th this story, real quick. It's about this character named uh, Sora uh, uh, Kudamatani. Uh, and he made a promise to his mother. Uh, promise was I will something like I will take over my first high school tournament. Uh, but after he joins the basketball club, after entering uh, Kuzuru High High School, he finds that uh, it, it it's kind of like a stopping ground for like delinquents. And like this, the the team was like a team of delinquents, or used to be a team of delinquents, or or they used to be pride sports people, but they're delinquents now. Um, but they don't play basketball that much. Um, but it's, it's Sora's genuine love for the game and his skill that kind of brings back the love of basketball into the school and where things start kind of, kind of, um, kind of get, kind of go into it. Um, this one, I don't want to talk too much cause I know it's, it's ongoing and I really want you guys to, to watch, to, um. Um, to read it because I think it's I think you would find a lot of it. It's definitely one of my it's probably my second favorite basketball manga manga. So I'm not gonna lie. Um, and the anime is a little too early to tell. I do like it. Um, um, and it's and it's selling. It's selling. It is not. It does not. It's not too of a big seller like some of the other ones on this list. I think it's around the 20, 20 million copy mark as of last year or two years ago. Um. But you guys should definitely check that out. Definitely check out. Let me go to number three. We're getting into the top three. Things are getting a little spicy. A little more interesting. This is Hikaru. Uh, Hikaru's. Um, uh, Hikaru Katsuki's Baby Steps. My favorite tennis work of all time. Um, I'm going to get. I'm going to write, write up why I put this above some of the other ones. Especially above Printed Tennis. It's realistic. It does have its fantastical sides. But that's more usually off the court of a tennis court. Um, it's it's all business on the tennis court. It's realistic. It's grounded. Great character development. You want you root for the character almost naturally. It's not a hard. It's not hard to root for this guy. Um, you almost can't. Like you almost can't. You almost. It's it's impossible to not like the guy. <laughs> like it really is. It really is. Um, um, what did I say? Who was there? I said it was written by Hikaru. Um, I think it was serialized, I think in 20, 2007, I believe. And it's about Ichiro Maru. He's a first year honor student who decides that he, he needs to do something to keep, to stay, um, to stay healthy. So he picks up tennis. Um, and he joins this tennis club, and that's where his journey begins really um i think i got and i got an anime adaptation in 2014 i believe or in 2015 i believe um but the original run of manga which i'm strict i'm talking about right now was published by kodanza it was in the shonen magazine it's it serialized from october of 2007 2007 i think october from 2007 to 2017 so it recently just ended the original run i think it's about 47 volumes um and basically, I guess in short, it's about a first-year honor student. Like I said, he's kind of ha he's kind of not really happy about his current way of life and the way he he's not very athletic. Uh, so he 
finds I think he's a is a flyer about this tennis club um and he joins the tennis club and he's instantly captivated by the people there uh you know he has no experience and he's and he's literally this what I like about this he starts from the bottom and I think you'll see that theme through some of these these manga picks is that these people start from the bottom um and he has like poor physical endurance he's really lacking in a lot of things physically but use he he uses his smarts he uses his 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 ingenious tactics and his his honest nature to become to get better at the game and to overcome some of his shortcomings in the physical side it's a super strategic approach to tennis and he takes notes like nobody's business <laughs> and he can like predict people's shots and it's really it's awesome i think you guys will like it um this is one of the, I think this is one of the only few ones on my list that doesn't that didn't get a lot of praise as a manga. I think it gets a lot more praise as an anime, more so of a manga, even though I enjoy the manga a little bit more. Um, but it it stays true to the sport of tennis. Um, you get to learn a little bit about the history of tennis in Japan and in America, and why it's bigger. Why some of the top players do come from Japan, and that come from sometimes. I mean, Japan's got some good top players, especially now. Uh, and then, but why some of the players from uh, in America, coming out of the camp in Florida, why a lot of these players are really dominant, and you get to learn about the history and then the, the culture of tennis. Um, number two, we're talking about Ice Shield 21 by. Uh, I always remember the artist because the art is. Mwah! Why is I put this as number two? Because the art is so freaking amazing. It carries a lot of it. Some of, The story doesn't slack at all best believe that best believe that the story don't slack but the art when the story does kind of dip the art takes it man um by yusuke uh murata which you probably you probably you probably know him you might you might know that name um and then richo inakiki i think did the did the wrote it i believe um but um, th- this this is literally one of my all-time favorite works in in, in sports. Um, it's about um, Senna, Senna uh, Kobayaka, Kobayak, Kobayakawa, and he's an introvert, you know. Um, and he joins this an American football club as the secretary at first, but um, he's kind of like coerced <laughs> unfairly by the um, quarterback of the team, Yoichi Himura. Um. And he's he's dubbed as the Ice Shield 21 because he's because he has this green flashy green Ice Shield because he didn't want people to know of who he was or and or here I think Himura is a plot point about it. Um, and later on in the series where he kind of takes away that Ice Shield and lets people know who he is. But um, um, but it, it's it's about him because he found he had an innate talent. He's He's not very physically strong, but what he does have in a lot of these sport animes, sport mangas, is that he has a talent for running, running really fast. And um, um, and I think he enters the high school one of it, and, and and like I think, like I said, running was his only physical trait, which was remarkable. He didn't really have anything else. Um, and his speed was noted by the. Yoichi, and that's how and then curses him to become the running back for the team um and they the, uh, he gives him the eye the the, sh- the eye shield 21 the eye shield on the helmet to hide his identity um 
and I think in his first foray into football is that tournament, and he's kind of introduced as the secret weapon on 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 the team, on the Damon Devilbats team football team, um, and it's about their rise to the nationals and and like I said, with this top three, the supporting cast in these shows are in this in this manga is really spectacular. Literally every team you find, you have like two or three, four people that you really like, um, even if they don't get a lot of time in the manga you 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 really do kind of feel with and connect them um and you get to see and in his in Senna's case you get to see him rise through high school and then I think up until college and then I think in the anime they show him that he actually goes pro which is really nice so my number one look if y'all know me man I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna lie if you know me I can't get enough of slam dunk bro slam dunk by Takehiko Inoue is my favorite and the best manga sports manga in the world. I, I can't help it, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I love Slam Dunk. It's that good. It's that good, y'all. Um, like I said, it's it's by Takino Inoue, uh, and it's about Shohoku High School with my boy, <laughs> my boy Hanamichi Sakuragi. As another coming of age, I'm telling you guys, I love these stories. Paired with sports, it's a marriage for success. I, I swear. But it was published by Shueisha. Um, it's a shonen type, really. Um, and I think it ran from the 1990 to 1996. Uh, it has like 31 volumes. And um, this story, this I mean, the story was so damn good that it inspired real life. It inspired people to go play basketball. Like I told you in the other part, Ryuchi Hachimura played basketball because he read this manga and was so infatuated with it. He picked up a basketball and started playing. Um, it's not, and like I said, it's one of the most best-selling uh, mangas out there, like over 121 million. Um, I think it has has a, a manga award, has like a, a Shogakukan manga award. Um, I think Inoue himself received a, a, uh, a condemnation from the Japanese Basketball Association for popularizing the sport in Japan. Like it, it's it's reach in in real life and its reach with just manga in general and sports manga is is why I have it at number one for myself. Um, and it has and it's such a combination story of Hadamichi Sakuragi. He's a delinquent. He's a leader of a gang. And he's very unpopular with girls, and the only reason he joined, he plays basketball, is because this real, this girl loves or is fascinated with another basketball player. Uh, the girl is a Haruko or Haruko, um, and then he Hanamichi shows off his physical prowess or athleticism, and heart and Haruko's you should play basketball because Hanamichi's trait is man he can jump, man can jump, man's got bunnies. Um, he didn't really know what to do with all that in the beginning, but he learns how to basically dunk and and rebound. And his defensive proudness is his defensive proudness, his willingness to dunk and defend is what makes him really good. And it has a lot of ties to real NBA legends, um, like uh, Michael Jordan, uh, the Chicago Bulls, the Celtics, the Lakers. And things like that with some of the characters. I think you guys need to read it. It's literally one of the greatest things you'll probably ever read, man. I think by 2004, it sold like over 100 million copies. Un- unheard of. It's, it's crazy. Um, I think you guys will like it. But those are my top 10. Those are my top 10 favorite manga guys right now. Um, 
Look, I ain't trying to, I'm not going to uh, go any, I'm not trying to go waste any more of your time. It's kind of run a little long right now. Top 10 animes, I'll probably do that another time. But, real quick, we're going to hit a, we're going to hit a, we're just going to hit a, a nice little quick, a uh, little, little break, little ad break, and then I'm going to get right back to you. And we're going to wrap everything's up on this first episode of Weebcast. So, I'm going to see y'all in a little bit. What's good, bro? Welcome back to Weebcast Episode 1, Sports Edition. This, my name is uh, C-Dub. I think I already said that, so just disregard that real quick. But this is the wrap-up portion of the uh, show. Um, but this wrap-up will be a little short because I don't have... This is the first episode, and there's not a lot of things to reflect on from the previous episode because I don't have a previous episode to reflect upon. But I'll reflect upon some of the things uh, that I left out. Um... I really I left out kind of some of the why sports manga and why it's far reaching. Why is it so popular in Japan and why some sports manga fail to do well numbers wise in America? Uh, I'd like to definitely talk about I might talk about that in the live session I'm about to do after this podcast goes up. I'll be on spooncast.net. See up there. Uh, if you guys want to hear me say some stuff about that. But in this wrap up, I just want to like talk about some of the titles I left off of my top ten. Um, because I think some of the top, some of the ones I left out of top 10 were probably in my top 22 or definitely in the top 30. I just didn't feel them. They were strong enough to put in my personal top 10. Um, I had Ashita no Joe, obviously a pioneer in manga. One of the first mangas to come out as, is one of the earliest sports mangas. It was a boxing manga. Um, great ending, probably one of the most famous sport ending mangas to be ever had, um, Giant Killing, a, uh, a, a soccer manga, where from the from the from the uh, perspective of the coach or the management, which was really interesting. I didn't put, uh, let's see, Air Gear. Uh, I didn't put it because I, as much as I think I, it is some, it is a shonen and sports manga. It is, it kind of evolves into something more than sports, and I think it loses its sportiness pretty early on. Um, it's good. I wouldn't put it up too high in a sports list, though. Uh, what's another one? Captain Tsubasa. Definitely one of the pioneers in sports manga and just pioneers in manga in general. A soccer manga. Um, another manga that I haven't really finished. I need to go back to. Maybe it might change over time when I finish it. But it's not my favorite. Art's a little dated for me. The anime's a little dated for me. Um, but I do see the inherent... I do see some of the things from Captain Tsubasa that I see in other sports mangas and I do give it a lot of credit for that. <clears throat> what else did I put in there? Tough? It was an MMA one. Um, MMA is a growing sport even in America. It's not even regarded as a top five sport in America yet. So I understand it why it's not too popular over here and over in Japan. But it's a really good manga. So you guys uh, check it out. Um, Diamond No Ace? I had this pretty low for some reason. I like I, baseball is not I don't mind baseball too much but um in this case I didn't have it up too high I do think it gets a little boring sometimes um I don't think some of the export supporting cast is all that cracked up to be I think when you once you leave the outside of the main team I think I gets kind of dull for me um major is another one that I, I need to go back to but it's another baseball anime um and I kind of see some things that it kind of... I see what Ace of Diamond kind of pulled from Major. 
and I kind of see it, but Major, I, 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 you know what? I think I had Ace of Diamond a little higher. No, I had Major just a tick higher, because um, I think it, it was a little more grounded, a little more, and I learned I, I learned a little bit kind of more about how Japanese baseball works um, in that one, which was uh, pretty interesting. The one that made just missed the top ten was Blue Lock. Now, Blue Lock is an ongoing manga. It's a soccer manga, and it's a little more, and it's based on like current events of Japan. Um, and their current status, their current status of as a as as a football as a football nation. Um, the only reason it kind of missed the cut is because it's still going. It's real. It's kind of new and it's it's still in its infancy as a manga. The art is a little Tokyo ghoulish for me for some reason. I gotta check out. I don't know who does the art for the Blue Lock, but the the art doesn't really match the mood that I get from it. Um, let's see. Hino uh, Hino uh, Zumo by uh, Kawada Kawada. That one's kind of missed the top 10 as well. Sumo wrestling. First of all, it's not so much of an interesting sport for me personally. But even if I I didn't think initial, I don't really think volleyball is a very interesting sport to me. But Haikyuu does a real, does a good job of me being, put my energy towards it. Hinobari Zoma doesn't really do that too much. I see, I love its art. I love the main character. But there's not much going for it for me. Um... What am I missing? I think that was some of the ones I left off. Um, some other ones I left off. Yawashino Pedal. I'm not really into biking, bicycling, but I do like the main character. I like how it's a coming of age story for his, from his point of view. Some of the characters are a little too outlandish for me, um, and it doesn't really fit the mood that I was kind of looking for. Yuri on Ice. I know I know a lot of people might hate me for that, not putting Yuri Ice in my top ten. Um, just not really big on ice skating. Um, the music is good though, I will have to say. And the anime is, the anime has some really good music. And the manga I really don't see too much I think there I think it's been it hasn't been done before, skating that hasn't been that hasn't been well represented in manga. But there's a few other titles that I might look into more so than Rio Nice. Uh Princess Stride, a track and field type manga. Um I think there are ones that do it better than that. Um I do like the animation. I think it works better as an anime than manga, but that's just me. Ping pong the animation doesn't. I don't. I've seen the anime, haven't read the manga, but I know the animation is unique. It's great. It's stylized. I love it. That would definitely make a top ten. That would make it a top ten on my anime list. <clears throat> Buzzer beater, cross game, some other ones that kind of missed the list. Uh, I think that's about it, man. So, oh, free. I'd be re- I'd be remiss if if I didn't talk about free. Look, I don't know if it even has a manga. I'm pretty sure it does, but. There you go. C Dub, the master of manga, self-titled, of course. Um, doesn't know anything about free. I I know that I watched the first season. Okay, I liked it to a certain extent. I I liked for what it was trying to do. The second season didn't look like it was doing anything new. Didn't look like it was crossing any new territory. And the third season didn't look like it either. So I kind of dropped it. Um, if you guys should think I should uh recontinue it sometime, let me know. I might do. I might watch it and review it for a show, upcoming show. Um, but that's about it as a wrap up um but thank you guys for listening if you if i'm plugging this in different areas like on twitter and stuff and let me know if i'm if i get annoying i just really want to i just kind of want to do i just i just really want to i'm just really excited to do this this podcast daily or almost daily and i just i'm just excited on continuing it and getting more people involved because as much as I just want to sit here and talk about some of the things I love, I really, I'm really, like I said, I'm more interested in 
talking about the things that you guys love and and what some of the anime among you guys love to read and watch and i, I really want to connect to you on that kind of on that level so Thank you so much for joining me on the first episode of Weebcast. We're doing something special. We're doing something new, something fresh, maybe. Um, so we're doing, and I just hope you guys will enjoy me for the ride. Look, I told you guys, if you hold my hand, we'll make it to the end. Hallelujah! Thank you for coming to the episode of Weebcast. This is your fearless leader, C Dub, signing off. You guys have a lovely evening. Goodbye.